Hello, everybody. That's right. You haven't heard my voice in a while. This is Uncle Dad with the one and only Baby Gabe. And actually, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, that song you just heard was Hamptons by Paula. Uh, you can get that song on soundstripe.com as per usual, as we say every episode. Soundstripe.com. Go get that track. Hamptons by Paula. P-A. LA. And of course, you can save 10% on your first month subscription by using the promo code. What promo code is that, baby game? Uncle Dad Talks 10. That is right. So save yourself some money. Get yourself a free song. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Use that to create. Use that to dance. Use that to feel good. Use it to do whatever your heart pleases. And with that being said, let's start the show. Baby game. What's up? Uh, not much. Uh, busy, busy day for us today. We sat through. Uh, all of DC fandom, which we're going to kind of dissect. And yeah, we're going to talk about it. I got to watch a good portion of it. You, got, I think you did all of it or not Just all of about, it. I mean, not yeah. all of it. I, I skipped like the most uh, of the major stuff. Yeah. I, while it's geared towards me, uh, I skipped the children's cartoon things. <laughs> Baby Gabe, that was your only job. <laughs> I know. That's my demographic. Right? <laughs> um, Children four to 12. <laughs> so today's episode we're just going to kind of we're just kind of kind of recap kind of like we do with Comic-Con but luckily this time it's not going to be a bunch of days it's just going to be one day one shot and we're just going to kind of recap give our thoughts if you wish to hear it if you want to talk about it with us please talk about it with us you can always find us at, at uncle dad comics on Instagram and baby Gabe I wanted to share something with you on that note I have been contemplating on actually making an uncle dad, uncle dad talks twitter do it Hell yeah. I think, I think we should. I yeah, think uh, you and I will both have access to it. I think we could kind of share it that way. So, yeah, if, if anything, the Fall Guys community manager has taught us it's that it's a lot of fun on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, maybe we'll just do that. Let's just, yeah, I yeah. think maybe, maybe not the launch of this episode, excuse me, maybe not the launch of this episode, maybe the following week. We, uh, when we do our, so as everybody knows, you're going to listen to this episode on Sunday. Normally, that's not the case. It's going to be every Friday because we wanted to go ahead and recap fandom, uh, DC fandom. So with that being said, it's going to be a Friday. So let's say the Friday coming up, we will officially have the Twitter up and hopefully we yeah. can have at Uncle Dad Talks. And that'll be dedicated to Uncle Dad Talks and all the partnerships we have. Uh, but yeah, baby game, fandom. Let's talk about it. Well, actually, let's do this first. What was your overall thoughts about it? I thought they should have saved the money to pay their employees instead. To be fully honest. Burn. Now, baby Gabe, do you want to tell the audience about what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure a lot of people know, but DC has laid off roughly, I think it was about half its staff uh, because, you know, COVID everything and everything going on right now has had a huge impact with a lot of uh, companies. Uh, but including the the comic book publishers, we all had that you know delay for new comic books for a while, right? And unfortunately, DC has had to lay off half its staff. But for DC fandom, they gathered maybe about a dozen presenters worldwide to present this. They also, I mean, obviously Jim Lee's probably salary, so it probably didn't cost them as much. But they had Jim Lee draw the landscape that they did for the green screen for DC fandom, but I feel like the money there really could have gone to paying their employees and done something maybe similar to San Diego comic-con work. Cause er most of the stuff was held. Um, all the stuff was held virtually. They just did like a, uh, they layered videos of people so that they look yeah. in the same room. And it's kind and of clarifying of that still through zoom. Yeah. Right. And to clarify that it's all in zoom. And to also clarify more what baby Gabe's talking about 
that they had a bunch of worldwide like hosts, somebody from, uh, I think, Germany, somebody from Brazil, somebody from Canada, all these different South international, Africa. South Africa, all these different international people being hosts. And it, when they're, they're basically behind a giant green screen. And on that green screen, we would see Jim Lee's beautiful artwork. I mean, Jim Lee's a master art artist, so obviously it looks amazing. But yeah, I, I kind of completely agree with uh, what Baby Gabe says. But continue, Baby Gabe. Uh, but yeah, because... Okay, from the perspective of these, what I'm assuming are freelance presenters, it's great for them because I've been in talks with a freelance presenter, uh, Julia Hardy, who usually works in the games industry, and she's lost basically a year's worth of work. Now, so, are you saying you're leaving the show? What? No. <laughs> uh, we, we talk on Instagram. That's it. I don't know. Uh, I'm a big fan of hers. She's really cool. Just she's be prepared. It's going to be baby game talks. That's right. That's right. I'm going to say continue. Uncle Dad RIP and then just baby game talks. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, continue, baby. But so, you know, from the perspective of those freelance presenters, it's great because they have far less work than they normally do. But DC Comics should be thinking about its own employees first. Mm-hmm. And I want to know. I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw Aisha Tyler on there twice for maybe a span of 10 minutes altogether. Yes. I want to know how much did it cost to hire her? And it was for like, that why? 10 minutes. <laughs> she's apparently popular. She did also some of the San Diego Comic Con. Well, I, I know she's she big. popular did... to host in the comics. Really? Realm. I know she's from Archer. Apparently. Right? She's from where? Archer? Yes. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is cool. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, I guess. Just like you, I don't know a whole lot about Aisha Tyler in the world of cons, mm-hmm. so I don't know how she fits in it. Because it's not like like Kevin Smith, I know, is very synonymous with cons. And yes. to me, that's a name worth paying for, because obviously right, it's a right. big name in the con world. Mm-hmm. Now, Ming Chen. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Shout out Ming Chen. Shout out Ming Chen, the original. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it was an interesting call. And you're right, they probably paid her a shit ton. For mm-hmm. 10 minutes or 20 minutes, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, what I would have done is because, like, what you do with San Diego Comic Con, you have a moderator for the panel, that's fine. But for most of these panels, you didn't even need a moderator. They hired these freelance people to just introduce the next segment. So yeah. you could have saved some money, use that money for your staff. And what you should have done is just like a, you know, the regular Zoom meeting, but have Jim Lee's art cover the border. Yeah. Or, you know what they could have done, baby? You know what they could have done? What? They could have just hired us for free. That's right. They could have hired us. Not for free, but they could have hired us. I mean, for that exposure, I would say for free. For the okay, first time. Fine. <laughs> okay. For it's free like a, and a Jim Lee uh, signed. Uh, for, for each of us, yes. Yeah, for each of us. Exactly. Yeah, we'll yeah. have shared custody over one. And then actually then have Jim Lee draw a Kath and A-hole, right? And then, there, there we, we go. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out yeah. to Mike Hampton, as yeah. always. DC, contact uh, DC. us. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll host. We'll host your first con for free. Yeah. No problem. Warner Brothers, if you're gonna do more game stuff, uh, contact us. We'll host. Yeah, we'll host. Yeah. And Hell we'll, yeah. yeah. All we'll charge you is maybe, if not for free, maybe some autographs. Just review copies of the upcoming games, which yeah, we'll that's too. That's too. Yeah, yeah. And maybe one we can give away for free. You know. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so great, great insight, baby Gabe. I want to tell you mine, if you don't mind. I do, um, but go ahead. You do mind, okay? I won't say that. I will stop. I will I'm actually, fucking with you, yeah. good. I mean, I thought it was my show, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to riff for like 50 minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, we all know what happened last time we had your yeah, own show. Yeah, that's true. Fuck me, right? Yeah. No. So, you know, like you, I agree. Everything you're saying, I agree with. The only thing I will say is, I liked, I liked the fact that they tried to include the community. And for those who watched it, it was kind of cool that there was a lot of like cosplay, a lot of 
you know, fan art. And there's one particular fan art I want to bring up. And I, I wish I could show you the picture, but I can't. Um, in one of the sequences where they're, they're going to a next segment, they show a fan art that somebody did of Superman, but it's Superman, but it's Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Oh, yes, I saw that. And I was so like, good. that was for a second. And I was like, holy fuck, that's awesome that they put that, that there. Because, yeah. yes, Michael B. Jordan probably should be Superman. Yeah. Like, why can't he do both? Like, why not? Right. Like, but I do know Henry Cavill said he really wants to play Spider Man for, oh, sorry, Superman for as long as he can because he knows what it means to the kids. So he mm-hmm. wants to really, like, you know, be a part of that community and help the yeah. kids out. But I think that's okay. Like, there can be two Supermen, right? Yeah. Someone like, can play know. Bizarro. Sure. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, Superboy. Superboy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, uh, I do agree, but they still could have shown, I mean, use it as a good transition, even without having this big blown out type of presentation. That really bothered you, didn't it? It, it did. It's, uh, again, because it, it's, just, it isn't the con- people lost it's their jobs. just the controversy. Yeah. Yes, the fact that people yeah. lost their jobs less than a month before this happened. And it's you know like, they had it's to like owing, months it's in like, advance. It's like owing somebody money and then you buy a fucking Bentley. Yeah, yeah. yeah which it's I like, swear to God, I'll pay you someday. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting to to say that. It's interesting to talk about that because I feel like I I feel like a lot of fans. Because okay, so when the for people who didn't watch it, when you're watching the panels, there's a sidebar on the right side that had a bunch of tweets from people saying hashtag DC fandom. And I felt all of it was positive. Now I don't know the filtering system. I don't know if they read them first and then posted it. But assuming that it wasn't filtered, assuming that it wasn't, it was all positive. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if people felt the same way we did. I don't know if maybe, I'm sure some people did, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Do you think it was filtered at all? Do you think that it was gone through somebody? I I feel like everything that does, that has to have a moderator. It's like, okay, put the good stuff out. Obviously, you have to censor some things. There's no way they don't have a moderator for that because it's all about building hype. It's about marketing. So obviously, you're going to drown out the the bad stuff. Not to say that there wasn't some good content in there. It's just I feel like... You know that meme that says uh, this meeting could have been in, in an email? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of how this this show was, honestly. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I also have, and I guess these are all like side details before we get to the meat of it. Um, one A complaint that I kind of had was the, the the DC fandom merchandise exclusive stuff. So, oh, yeah. Now, did you look at it yet? I looked at some of it, but now, not, not a lot of it. From what I saw, it's just shirts. And that's great. That's cool. Like, there's something on there I want to get myself. Uh, but I thought, like, like San Diego Comic Con, if you're going to have a dedicated weekend store, you know what you got to have. Now, I'm not a big fan of these, but you know what you got to have. DC fandom exclusive pops. Oh, yeah. And I found that interesting that there wasn't any of those. And I also found it interesting that DC Comics is trying to, you know, they have a, they have a huge campaign coming out soon. Or sorry, a huge comic coming out soon, The Three Jokers, that comes mm-hmm. out next week. You know it would have been fucking awesome if they would have done a fandom exclusive cover. Like, yeah. There were just things like that that should have been done. I would have bought done. that. Right. And it was just weird. Like, why wasn't there like exclusive exclusive items like that? Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the pop figures, the comic books. I think that would have been a good call. 
or even maybe like a, a statue or something like a statue you can only buy from DC Direct for yeah. that weekend only. Not these shirts. And the shirts, they, again, some of them are cool. I like. There's a shirt that I showed you, baby, Gabe. Um, that was good. With all the uh, the the black superheroes from DC, mm-hmm. and they're all kneeling, and it has all, basically the American flag. And in with the in in the American flag with the lines is the name of every black superhero, and they're all kneeling, you know, to represent like the um, the Colin Kaepernick situation, Black Lives yeah. Matter, you know, all that stuff like that. And I thought that was so amazing. Uh, personally, I thought it was. I don't know. Yeah, if you thought I it was thought it was cool. a. I thought it was a good um, way for like a large company to use their platform for something good. Totally, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And DC in their comics have been very big about that. So I don't know if you've been mm-hmm. reading in the DC stuff, but in the comics, there's lots of stuff, lots of superhero like advertising about the superheroes wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that at all. Some, like, yeah, yeah. So I think you know they're trying obviously to do the right thing, and I get it. But I don't know. I just in the end, I think they should have done some exclusive items. I think that would have been awesome. I think that would have made, that would have made me excited. I'm sure it made it would have made a ton of collectors excited. Yeah, uh, like going through some of the shirts, it's cool. They do have some like uh, covers, like uh, the Batman who laughs as uh, his yeah. DC fandom above it. But it's, I think you're right. Like exclusive artwork on shirts or something or prints would have been prints nice. too would have been cool. Yeah. Because I know, I know, I think you follow, you. I'm pretty sure, and I know you follow Boss Logic. Yeah. And Boss Logic talked about a goodie bag he got and it had a print from Jim Lee in it. And yeah. I was like, why not sell that print? Like, why not sell that print? Like, why yeah, not? seriously. Or you know, make, or you know what? Make a VIP experience and be like, hey, because it's a con. And what's the best thing about a con? The fucking swag. Uh, yeah, exactly. So exactly. why not sell a swag bag for $100 and get you a bunch of awesome stuff? Like, I think there's stuff like that they could have done. Yeah, for um, sure. But but you know all that aside, we did we still sat through a lot of it. We both me and him did some of it together. Some some of it he did on his own. Uh, I, some of it I think I did on my own. Uh, but we're gonna start from the very very top. Uh, yeah, we're gonna start with the Wonder Woman eighty four panel. Now that had the director Patty Jenkins, Chris Pine, Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig, and the impeccable Pedro Pascal. Uh, first off, your thoughts of the overall presentation of it. I thought it was good. I I liked. Uh, I mean, the nice thing about these panels is they give them some insights, like about the previous movies, and then you know they always end it with a nice sneak peek at you know the upcoming movie, which was nice to see another trailer for for Wonder Woman. Now, before actually, baby gay, we should say this right out front: if you did not watch any of this stuff, go look, go to YouTube, type in DC fandom, check out all the trailers because there's going to be tons of spoilers in this in this episode because what i'm going to talk about is an instant spoiler and that is the fact in their teaser they did you got to finally see cheetah as yeah um and again i'm not going to say spoiler alert every time i'm just gonna let you know now from this point on forward there's gonna be a lot of spoiler alerts Mm -hmm. can we agree on that baby gabe yes absolutely insert spoiler warning sound effect here (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah they show Cheetah in the fucking teaser, and I was like, "This, whoa, she doesn't look that great." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was okay, definitely. I don't know. I think I need to go back and watch it again, but it wasn't fantastic. It was not fantastic, but enough. it is better than Cats. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. If there's any CG, uh, any feline CG, you're correct. This is better than Cats. Um, yeah, I don't know. I found it. So actually, before we even get to the trailer, we should kind of start from the top. So basically what happens is 
It's a Q&A panel. Now, I thought it was going to be more of a discussion, but it's a Q&A panel. Uh, and they basically get a bunch of questions from people who have submitted through all throughout the world. And these questions, in my opinion, are very vanilla. They're not. Go ahead. All the questions on every panel I felt were all vanilla and just it's always it's always what was your favorite thing on set yeah yeah what Can funny stories do you have about tell the upcoming movie but like, you know who actually had some good oh you know what? Well, i'll save that i'll save that yeah, but i'll okay. just say this the Zack snyder one i thought had some good questions yes that is true i and did we'll like get to the that Zack later. snyder one yeah yeah we'll get to that later but in wonder woman you're right it was just super vanilla just like hey guys i'm a super fan from tokyo can you please mm-hmm. tell me what whatever and it's like look there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong no. with wanting to know that. But when you're doing a televised Comic-Con experience, it's not the same, in my opinion, it's not the same experience over the internet when it is in person. Yeah. Now, yes, I get obviously COVID. I get lots of things going on. But I just feel that it isn't. it just doesn't fit the same. And it almost feels like these people... Like even the actors kind of felt like, oh, what a great question. You know? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. You know, and I don't know. I just, I felt very like, eh. But what I will say is, and I'm sure everybody agrees with me, Gal Gadot looks amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, for, I mean, has like with all press, you know, actors, producers, anybody that's on screen gets dressed up. But I think she's always been amazing. I love the first Wonder Woman, how she portrays yes. uh, Wonder Woman. And just, I think it's, not just how she looks, but how she presents herself. Dude, is, totally she classy. Is very strong. Yes. We know why. Why? It's that Israeli blood. Yeah. <laughs> that Israeli blood. I mean, she served in the military. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know that. She was on the Israeli Special Forces. Yeah. The Israeli Special Forces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fucking badass. She's the real oh, yeah. life Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she looked amazing. Chris Pine also looked amazing. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm a gonna, big Chris Pine fan. You know, I'm going to say it. I'm sure you agree. He has the most beautiful eyes. <laughs> they are. They are. Those, those eyes are so dreamy. I, I was upset that they brought him back for the sequel, but. Uh, well, you don't know. Do you know why? I don't know why, but. I Do I know why I was upset at it? Or do <laughs> no, I know no, no. Do you know back? why he's back in the back in the sequel? Uh, I think it has to do with Pedro Pascal's character. I think so too, right? Yeah. And, and it's. I, go ahead. I don't remember who he's playing. I, I need to look this up. Hold on, because I I need to remember. Well, while you look that up, I I you know what's funny? Pedro Pascal to me always looks fucking dirty. <laughs> like I, he's a great actor for sure. He's fucking. Uh, he's a he's a he's a Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the Mandalorian, which and is awesome. Like, yeah, and like look, Max Lord. Max Lord sounds like a fucking porno name. <laughs> oh um, no, it's Max Lord. <laughs> yeah. Max Lord, whatever you do, <laughs> uh, uh, you're my only hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, wait, do you know who that is, Max Lord? Because I actually, I don't know a lot about what I don't. I'm really looking up, him up right now. But yeah, I just Peter Pascal looks so just. He looked dirty. He looked like he was tired. He looked like he, I mean, he looked like he was there. Obviously, he looked like yeah. he wanted to be there. And I looked like he cared, but he just looked so like. I mean, I imagine they must have did this early in the morning, I think. Yeah, I think he went for the whole uh, I'm stuck at home COVID look. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> that, uh, the classic COVID look, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, did you find out who Max Lord is? Uh, Max Max Lord uh, has been the ringmaster of the Justice League, the world's greatest spy master, 
and an apoc apocalyptic threat to metahumankind. I don't know his backstory. I, I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but I don't know. He seems to be able to grant wishes or something like some sort of like but he seems to be almost like a, a wishmaster type of thing going on for this movie like like the horror movie like, wishmaster huh kind of but like you know like a deal with the oh devil type God. of thing like you not... look look at cheetah you know she obviously made some sort of deal with him right and it's not exactly what she thinks that's true because in the trailer wonder woman goes what, what did you done? do yeah what mm -hmm. have you done right and that's mm -hmm. when she's full-on cheetah girl yeah so. exactly and then so, all of a sudden um, she becomes raven simone uh, Cheetah <laughs> Girls, yeah. God. <laughs> but so yeah, I'm thinking it's something like that, and that's why he's back. Okay. Uh, but it's I don't know. I feel like I originally I thought they were bringing him back just because it's Chris Pine. But if it is like integral to the story, I'll be okay with it. So now we'll I know see. that Patty Jenkins, the director, said that she's still trying to get it in theaters. Because mm -hmm. I know I think in the so we're based in California. And I believe everybody on the East Coast, their movie theaters are starting to open up. Mm -hmm. um, so I believe some movies are still going to come out in the theater very soon. Yeah. So I believe Patty Jenkins said that Wonder Woman will be out in theaters soonish, I think. Was I incorrect? Uh, something like it was supposed to come out this month right. uh, before COVID. So I have no idea. She said soon, but I actually, there is something that I wanted to talk about, about uh, fandom that they made very uh intentional i guess not intentional, but like subtle remarks towards is all of their movie trailers say only in theaters it was yeah. very specific and targeted and that kind of bothers me because of the world we live in right now yes exactly and they're kind of forcing people who want to see this movie to go and like amc is doing 25 cents a ticket yeah, yeah. Uh, for when they reopen, which I, I it think it's just bullshit. Cents. Is it fifteen cents? I don't I know. It's fifteen know. cents. Whatever yeah. it is, it's bullshit. Yeah. Is what it is. <laughs> like you, you can't pay me to go to a movie theater right now, honestly. Yeah, but I think, I think, and I will agree with this, and maybe you don't, but I agree with the fact that these kind of movies need to see be seen in a big screen. They should be seen. I don't think they need to be seen. Plus, not too many people are fans of movies. My wife doesn't like going to the movies because it's way too loud for her. We got specific earbuds that uh, lower the sound. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with all due respect, do you feel that that's the majority? No, probably not. Okay. And I think the majority probably won't what they want to. They want the majority. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, no, a majority of them probably want to, but it's a matter of should you. So I feel like it's a question of accessibility right now. Well, look at, Go look ahead and put it out in theaters, but also allow it for streaming. That Okay, yes. That's yeah. actually, yes. I agree with that. Yeah. Like it, like, but the, here's the, what I don't fucking- Why are you intentionally doing this? But see, the problem is this, and this is what blows my mind when people complain about it. It's like, you're right, baby Gabe, 100%. We should do both, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you do it at home, the ticket is going to be $30 to watch the movie. It is. Yeah. And people complain about that, but it's like, you're not understanding the view of it. It's like, yeah, it's $30, but you get to watch that in your home with you and literally endless amount of people. Mm -hmm. When you go to a movie theater and it's a family of four, how much are you probably going to spend? Over $50 on tickets yeah. at least, right? True, true. So the price is comparable, but the problem is people don't want to spend it for some reason at home. Yeah, I think that's true because most people don't have the movie movie theater set up, you know. Uh, I mean, sure. even I have like a pretty cheap soundbar. Yeah, but... I have a pretty, I have a pretty, uh, pretty uh, I have a pretty uh, low, low cost uh, soundbar too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I get what you mean. But at the same time, it's like, 
like Mulan. Mulan's going to be mm-hmm. in Disney Plus. For $30. Right. Again. Yeah. But my thing is like, I can I understand that. that. I think there's something a little bit different with that because you're already having people. You're First of all, you're already putting it behind a paywall because of the fact that you have to have Disney Plus. Disney already hit their five-year mark sure. for Disney Plus subscriptions. I think that's something either have it available to people for Disney Plus because not – I feel like not too many people are going to sign up for Disney Plus and also sh- uh, shell out another $30 for it. You know what? Probably not. But I think if you look at it closely, I think it says to watch it right away, you have to pay 30 but eventually mm-hmm. you can watch it on there. Maybe. But how long is eventually? The Spider-Man movies aren't even available yet. But I mean, look, I know they're shared between Disney and Fox. But, but then that's a premium pay- price you've got to pay. Yeah. It's either you get your, it's either you get it early or you don't and you wait till it's unavailable. Yeah, that's fair. So then it's really up to you at that point. Yeah, that's that true. I, that I see it as. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, it, there is this sort of like scalability between watching in theaters and renting it. Plus renting, you usually get it for like 30 days. That's not too right. bad. Unless it's a shitty movie and you're not going to watch it a second time. You know? Sure, but you won't. And honestly, too, like you can do it too. Like, okay, so let's say, let's just say Wonder Woman comes home for 30 bucks as well, mm-hmm. right? You know, whoever you're comfortable with, you know, and having your friends over, because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we want a social distance and be safe. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I would have maybe me and three other friends that I know that have been saved yeah. over. If we all split the cost, that's not that bad. No. You know? And then we get to all watch it together and still yeah. almost get that same experience. Obviously, not the exact experience. Right. But we still can have a, a fun social experience of, of the movie. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. But I think we're getting too sidetracked right now. Yeah. <laughs> so to get <laughs> well, back about- on the Like DC doing something specific. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying try to please everybody. I'm just saying- Provide accessibility. That's I agree. It. And that's fair. And I think it's yeah. completely fair. So back on track with the the panel, I think after, you know, with all that happening too, what I thought was interesting was that there was two special guests on that panel. Yeah. One of them I understood. The other one I was like, come on. <laughs> now, the one, I, the one I understand, and I'm sure you will too, mm-hmm. is the, the legendary Linda Carter. Mm-hmm. Now- The OG- the OG. Now, the one thing I don't agree with that they said, uh, Patty Jenkins says, without you, there would be no Wonder Woman movie. I don't agree with that because she wasn't the one who created the character. <laughs> That's you know what I'm true. Like, I, understand- I think they're saying that because she is the first physical portrayal of Wonder Woman. Totally. And she was yeah. really like the first, I think I want to say she was the first like female lead as a superhero on television. Now, I could be wrong. But I think that's kind of more or less what they what probably because I was I in the seventies, right? Late seventies, early eighties, seventy five. Seventy five, you're right. Yep. Now I want to say this: she looks amazing for how old she is. Yeah. Because she is what is she like? In her sixties or fifties? Something else you're gonna have to look up. I don't know. Uh, she was born nineteen fifty one. So what is that? That's sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. uh yeah, she's well, yeah, she's almost seven years old. Wow, yeah. good for her. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so Linda Carter was there, and really, she was there for no reason. <laughs> like she was there because she was the OG Wonder Woman. And I get that, but she yeah. didn't add anything to it. Hey, homage, you know. Yeah, I, I get guess it. so. I, I, I guess that's fair. You're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, it's what eighty years of Wonder Woman. Hey, now? but if that's the case, was fucking uh Burt Ward on fucking uh, the Batman panel? <laughs> no, <laughs> he wasn't. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, why not? Yeah, why not? Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think my whole thing with with her with that with that panel, it was it felt very. It also felt kind of rushed because I don't know if you noticed it, but with the 
the two hosts. Yeah, one thing we forgot to mention that the panel was hosted by two Brazilian hosts, and there, I think there was a small language barrier because I feel like sometimes they cut them off. I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. No, I didn't. Yeah, she kind of they kind of cut them off sometimes, and they were kind of pushy. Like, okay, next question. You know what I mean? Like they were still talking. Oh, really? Okay, maybe. And then they kind of like, okay, well now we got, but maybe it's a time thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But also, like, those hosts were the ones, like, standing uh, in front of a green screen, and they just kind of, like, CG'd them there when there yeah. was, like, the Zoom yeah. videos. It's like, it gave me a very, uh, you remember uh, the first Avengers, where <laughs> Nick Fury is talking to the council? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's that kind of shit, but it's obviously, they're not in the same room, and why are you even trying to make it look like they're in the same That's room? That's so funny. Plus, um, you literally see, like, these small figures. Yeah, they were so small, people. and it was yeah. like, what the fuck? Where are these giant screens? Yeah, it was so... I think the idea was, like, to make it, because it was called the Hall of Heroes. Yeah. Right? So I yeah. think it's like, oh, we're in the, the hall. You know, look at, oh, look at these heroes, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, You're probably right. Yeah, and the second guess, which I thought was odd, and it's not a bad thing, I just thought it was odd, was Venus Williams. Now, yeah. Venus Williams is the legendary tennis player whose sister of? Serena Williams. Yes. Yeah. Um, both iconic in what they do. Hell yeah. They're fucking badass as shit. Like, I'm not going to say anything negative about it because they're great. I mean, they're obviously yeah. very positive role models. And I get the purpose for them because it was to kind of show the strength of women, right? Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what the theme was with even mm-hmm. Linda Carter was like the strength of women that we can mm-hmm. do this. You know, look what I did now. But the, but I thought was silly. And I guess it's for kids is who will win in a tennis match. <laughs> and it wasn't against, well, it wasn't, it was against uh, Venus, right? No, no, it wasn't. It was. No, no, no. It was Cheetah, Cheetah versus Wonder Woman. Yes. It's, and- I, I feel like they fed her that question. Totally, and I get and, like why. I from what I hear, she is a, like she is a Wonder Woman fan, like she is a, a DC totally. fan. So yeah, I get that. But yeah, I I feel like they fed her that question. It's like okay, she's a tennis player. What can we do to relate this to tennis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Now here's the question, maybe Gabe, who wins? Now there's honestly we know the answer. I think Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say my vote would be Wonder Woman, but just because of her powers, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of. Yeah. I don't know, but what if she like breaks the racket, like mid swing? It's gonna be no, nah, but she probably her. have like a super. That's fair. Uh, you know what I mean? Crazy yeah. ass like lasso <laughs> of truth made. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> like I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it was funny. It was a, it was a it was a nice little laugh. And mm-hmm. um, again, like I get it. It's the idea of you know showing representation of women, how strong they are, and I think that's what we need. This whole you know, as crazy as this year is, it's like it's nice to see that, right? Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think in the end, like it was a very, it was a very heartfelt Q and A because a lot of these fans, the fans that got to ask their questions, asked questions that I generally believe they wanted to know, but they were very cookie cutter questions, just like yes, you know, and that's fine, and that's fine. But I guess I wanted to learn more about the movie, and let's be honest, we didn't get that until we saw the teaser. Right. And once we saw the teaser, that was like, oh, awesome. I mm-hmm. did like all the '80s jokes. It was nice seeing Chris Pine joke about his clothing. Yeah, parachute pants. Um, parachute pants, yeah, yeah. Which really to Gabe, I think you still have nope. some, right? Nah, I, do, I, I did not lie. grow up in the eighties. <laughs> I grew up in the nineties, man. Hey, that's right. He's baby Gabe. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't I don't know. I it was all in all, if you had to rate that that panel one out of ten, what would you give it? I'd give it a six. I would give it a six as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like Patty Jenkins. I love Gal Gadot, but it's just a lot of this stuff could have been summarized. And totally. just, for something like this, I want more exclusive content. Yeah, sure. Something you're trying to pitch as yeah. an exclusive panel. Yes. Because it's only available for like 24 hours yep. before it's gone. Yep. So, like, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now, right after that, they do the break and they show more con- cosplay art, or sorry, mm-hmm. cosplaying art. That's great. The next panel that Baby Game and I uh, watched together was the WB Games mystery launch or mystery announcement. Now, we didn't know what this game was going to be. We do know WB Games, WB Games is making a game. I know we had ideas. I know you thought it was going to be Injustice 3, I think. Yeah, I did. Now, WB Games doesn't make Injustice. They're a publisher, so they could have. They could have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, originally, I, I think initially I thought it was going to be Suicide Squad, the game, but then obviously we knew that was coming later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I thought, oh, it could have been maybe something something completely different. And mm-hmm. I guess I was kind of right. Now, what really threw me off right away it was Zachary Levi. And for people who don't know, Zachary Levi is the guy who plays Sh- the current Shazam. Mm-hmm. And super, he used to be uh, he used to be Chuck in that show. Chuck, Chuck. yeah. yeah. Love and, that show. Uh, yeah. And now he's a super stud, you know, handsome yeah. guy. He's yeah. got his own uh, supplement. Yeah, his own company. supplement, right? Speaking What's it called? Zachary Levi, if you are listening and you would like Flow to sponsor Flo, us. Flow, yes. Uh, email us at babygabeatuncledadcomics.com. Yeah, let's do it. I'll uh, work out. I would totally try your supplements, man. Send me your Yeah, he, he lifts his heavy toys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I saw that and I was like, okay. I go, man, maybe this is part of the announcement. Maybe it's a Shazam game. And mm-hmm. I was like, I could see that, like a co-op Shazam game where you get all the kids together. That would be cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. It. He's like, and he's a big gamer, so he wants to show the game off. So mm-hmm. then he shows the game, and the trailer starts. Now, when you initially saw the trailer, I act, or at least when I saw it, I actually thought, oh, Baby Game's right. It's going to be Injustice mm-hmm. because of the way they kind of set it up. Now, yeah. right away, it's going to be out there. Bruce Wayne is dead. Yes. So, so we see. I don't know how. Tr- yeah. Uh, quotation marks. He's dead. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, that actually could make a good storyline for uh, Injustice, uh, Injustice Three, because maybe mm-hmm. the idea is he finally died for some reason. It's in the right. future. You know, these you see these other heroes popping up, and you're like, oh, maybe it's a fight. You know, for Gotham, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the case, is it, Baby Gabe? No, it is not. Tell us, walk us through what what happened. So, essentially, yes, you find out uh, an off-screen death happens with Bruce Wayne, which is why I don't believe Bruce Wayne is actually dead. But uh, you see a message go out to the Bat family of uh, basically Bruce's last last words. Uh, basically, you know, passing Gotham, the protection of Gotham City, over to uh, you first see Jason Todd. Which did you did you realize that was Jason Todd when they first showed him? I did not actually. No, because he had a huge scar over his face. He had like a patch of white hair. It threw me off. But you see, Jason Todd received this message from Bruce Wayne. Then you see Barbara Gordon receive it, and then what I believe—I mean, I know you see uh, Dick Grayson uh, receive it as well. And what I believe is Damian Wayne. It's Damian. But I'm Wayne. not sure if it's Damian Wayne or Tim Drake. Pretty sure it's Damian Wayne, and I'll tell it, you why. Uh, the reason why I think it is, I know WB is putting a lot of, a lot of front loading on, mm-hmm. on the, um, that character now. And yeah, his, yeah, yeah. And his comic book is rising out the roof right now because it's expected he's going to be a huge part of different Batman universes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people believe that he's going to be a big part of this this unannounced game or which it is announced right, now. Right, which which makes sense. Yeah. And I originally thought Damian mm-hmm. Wayne, but uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. So anyway, essentially. Bruce Wayne sends this message out uh, upon his death. 
to basically passing the protection of Gotham City over to the Bat family. And what we learn from the trailer is that this is a... Yeah, so it is uh, called Gotham Knights, and you play as each member of the Bat family. Uh, You know, Batgirl, Red Hood, Robin, and... Who the fuck is the fourth one? Nightwing. Oh, Nightwing. Thank you. (laughs) How are you forgetting that guy? Yeah, everyone apparently forgets. But I think they call him Batwing. No, Batwing's a completely different character. Then it's, maybe it's Batwing. Batwing, Batwing is black. Oh, what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, I have no idea. You're drunk. <laughs> I, uh, oh, fuck. I'm so drunk, guys. Look at that. Look at that. getting too old. Yeah, so you play as Red Hood, Batgirl, Robin, and Nightwing. But this is a cooperative game, kind of like Marvel's Avengers. And yeah. we also got a little bit of a gameplay walkthrough for it, which is nice. But how did you feel about the gameplay? Well, to summarize what he's saying, uh, Baby Game, after we saw the trailer, it goes back to Zachary Levi. And they yes. go, hey, can you show us anything else? And mm-hmm. they go, yeah, let's show us some gameplay. So now they saw the gameplay. So when the gameplay comes up, one, I thought, I think, I think you can tell there's some frame rate issues. I don't know if you noticed that or not. To be fair, it is pre-alpha footage. Right. And I understand that. So there is some frame rate issues, but I think that's why. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's also next gen as well. Uh, you'd have to assume so because it comes out 2021. Right. So assuming it's next gen, assuming that they fix everything, I thought right away it looked very clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the gameplay shows uh, the Bat Family going to stop, or not the Bat Family, but it shows uh, Robin and Batgirl, Batgirl, uh, going to stop Mister Freeze. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the particle effects, if you look at the textures, if you look the at lighting. the environment, the lighting, it looks pretty promising. Um, and then eventually you see. Mr. Freeze, and I don't know, Mr. Freeze is always very stupid to me. <laughs> Just the way he sounds and like whatever. Um, but I don't I don't know. Like I, I thought it looked fun. The game the the, the combat reminded me a lot of Batman, uh, Arkham yes, Knight. The Arkham games, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought. I was like, oh okay, obviously mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna use what they already know or what right. WB knows, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Don't fix what's broken, right? Right. And so I thought, okay, cool. That looks good. But I what I was confused about is like in the very beginning you see Barbara Gordon walking and then all of a sudden it says Robin's on his way. And I was it's, like, okay, so what does that mean? Does that, does that mean that like when you play co-op is Robin going to have his own sequence and then eventually join you? And see, that's kind of something uh, I raised a question to as well, because you're right in the corner, it says Robin has joined the session. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I believe it's a live service type of game. What it makes me think of is Tom Clancy's the division. Okay. Because the fact that you can drop in and drop out. Yes. Unless you're doing like mission specific things, so I think it's going to be for the most part open world, free ra- free roam, as you know, however many players, and people can drop in and drop out. But you're going to have to like have a mission start point where you have to pick the number of players for that mission. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is also kind of reminiscent of the Avengers game coming out. Yeah. 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 And exactly uh, just like that. and really quickly, little quick plug, Baby Gabe and I will be doing a Marvel Avengers extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, we we are getting the game early. Uh, we're gonna get it on September first on that weekend. It comes out. We will actually do an episode fully released. And baby, game, can you tell them the big surprise that we're gonna do? We are doing a giveaway. Our first, our first re- giveaway, real giveaway. Now we're gonna get more details about it, and we'll have that up probably next episode. I would say. Yeah, that's the next episode, probably. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so keep an ear to that. A special giveaway to get yourself a free copy of Marvel Avengers. Anyways, yeah. continue. So yeah, that's what I think it's going to be like. It's kind of like Tom Clancy's The Division, 
where it's a live service type of thing. With superheroes. Uh, I think it's, yeah, with superheroes, where it's like up to one to four players, each person playing as a member of the Bat family, obviously. Yeah. And uh, what they say during the commentary is that the opponents are scaled to whatever your level is, which is good and bad. Uh, I do have some concerns about it. The combat does seem nice. The yeah. comment is very reminiscent of the Arkham games. I think it's going to be a little bit different, you know, tweaked. Especially with the and abilities, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the abilities. Every, obviously, every person's going to hopefully yeah. play differently, especially with Red Hood having his guns. And does um, he kill people? I, I don't think he will. Yeah. I think, I mean, obviously, it's very frowned upon for uh, by Batman. So right. I think yeah. as respect to Bruce, yeah. <laughs> I think as respect to Bruce, it's this probably rubber bullets and stuff like that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm wondering, because, yeah, you you brought up a good point. Like, what do the sequences look like for the other player? Because there are, there are cinematic parts during the gameplay. Yes. Which is Barbara Gordon's perspective, but Robin is technically there. Yep. So what is it like? Is it the same thing? Yeah. And Agreed. so I, I'm a little bit concerned about that. Also, people have concern, have voiced their concerns about these enemies being bullet sponges. Because of the fact that they're scaled to your level. So it's going to take several several hits to defeat them and it doesn't feel like it's a a batman game yeah yeah i I, yeah that's fair i think um what i found funny one of the things that you complained about to me off mic was you did not like the numbers so i don't so to explain the immersion yeah so to explain really fast when you attack people when you attack enemies there is a number counter so let's say the enemy has 100 hp you will see each each damage amount of damage you give that that enemy you'll see a 12 come up a 10 mm-hmm. come up uh if you hit a critical hit it'll be a 50 right it's mm-hmm. like so basically it adds that rpg element now i'm okay with it because i like games like diablo and uh you mm-hmm. know i think even it, destiny does it that. fits for some games yeah destiny is is fine with it uh at dark souls i get it i just i feel like it ruins the immersion of a batman game same thing with like the health bar above it that i could take or leave uh, like the health bar above the enemies but just the numbers coming out does not feel very Batman-esque. And also, these numbers are doing, like, you're doing damage in, like, the hundreds. Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, come on. But just, also, too. Just, just attack them. Like, they did good knockouts for the Arkham games. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. while Warner Brothers Montreal did not do the Arkham Trilogy, they did do Arkham Origins. So they obviously have experience with just a an action-adventure game. That has RPG elements. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. And and, yeah. and, I, and I do see your point completely. I just think um, I don't know. I guess it didn't bug me as much as it bugged you. And I'm and you yeah. know I'm sure it's I'm sure both of us are going to be in the. A lot of people are going to feel how both of us feel. Some people mm-hmm. are going to like it. Some people are going to hate it. So I don't know. But everyone knows that I'm right. Yes. Everyone knows Baby Games right. That's why. <laughs> that's why it's called Uncle Dad Talks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I think at the end of the, at the end of it, what was cool is that you got to see a boss fight with Mister Freeze, which was yeah. pretty sweet. Uh, the gameplay was live, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to see. Um, I, 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 I well, okay, yeah, that's what I forgot to mention. We actually forgot to mention this in the trailer. One of the things I really thought was cool: the fucking Court of Owls is a part of. Oh it. yes, at the at the very end of the trailer, yes, you do see the Court of Owls, and I was like, wow, I didn't think I would see them in a game. So yeah, well, yeah. It, it had been uh, rumored that the next game was going to be a Batman Arkham Court of Owls type of game. That's awesome. Uh, so I think it's going to be really cool. I'd rather play as Batman and sure. go through the Court of Owls, like some sort of story for the Court of Owls. Sure. So it's going to be interesting to see the Bat family take on the Court of Owls. Yeah. But this is where the speculation comes that Bruce isn't dead, that he 
destroyed the Batcave and faked his death. So kind of like to hide from the Court of Hours or to infiltrate them. Yeah. And no, so yeah, Bruce right. will come back. Yeah. I think you're right too. I think for sure. It should also be noted that this is not related to the Arkham series. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now the guy who played Batman. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Kevin Conroy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was too. Um, but yeah. So that was the second thing we saw. And uh, you know, to be honest with you, if I had to rate that, I mean the banter, whatever. Um, I think I think with each of these panels, the banter is always going to be kind of cheesy. So whatever. Yeah. But the actual presentation, it, it gave me a taste of gameplay. It mm-hmm. gave me a sweet trailer, and it gave me uh, some some slight answers. So for me, I'd say eight out of ten. Yeah, I, I would agree. Actually, that's the number I was going to give it. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. And again, you get to see Nightwing, you get to see Batgirl, you get to see Red mm-hmm. Hood, and then you get to see Robin. I think that's pretty sweet. Um, and then. You know, as time went on, uh, there was a break where I think me and Baby Gabe didn't watch any of it because it was kind of whatever, nothing really mm-hmm. of importance. But then the next panel, to me, was very important. The thing that everybody keeps talking about that the people have fought so hard to have, and it's finally happening in 2021, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Now, first off, I want to say I forgot what Zack Snyder looks like. And when I saw him, I was like... <laughs> Man, he looks so like sickly. I don't know. He looked really thin and like he looked like he wasn't eating a lot anymore. Yeah, I he I think because he actually is pretty big on fitness, and I is feel he? like w- yeah, with with lockdown, he probably hasn't been as active. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so what Uncle Dad did miss uh, was that there was also the Suicide Squad panel, uh, which was meh. I think Uncle Dad missed this one, but uh, to quickly go over it. Uh, yeah, you had James Gunn running it, and he introduced the entire cast of Suicide Squad, which I was very surprised by just the sheer number of of people. So, in for the Suicide Squad movie, you're having 13 cast members for the movie. It's just probably got to be some sort of record. Uh, you have Margot Robbie back as Harley Quinn with a new, more you know, Harley-looking outfit, if you ask me. It looks super badass. Uh, then you have Viola Davis uh, returning as Amanda Waller, which I I loved Viola Davis. I thought she was great. She definitely portrays you know a a hard ass type of character very well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, thirteen cast members, which I thought was crazy. Yeah. So I actually saw the Suicide Squad trailer. Did you? Oh, okay. I did. And I got that weird little trailer with the characters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like the the art work yeah. for them. First off, Polka Dot Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think James Gunn is just digging around uh, with who he's picking. Yeah, and, what's, uh, these another... are going to be like the, probably the people that'll last some time in the movie, but will die. Yeah, totally. Uh, also, maybe maybe you disagree with this. I don't give a, I don't care about Pete Davidson at all. I I'm not a fan. I think he has a stupid face. I think he's not, <laughs> he's not very funny. Like I, I know I'm not the best looking person either, but like God, I don't. Yeah. As I, someone who is good looking, I am not a Pete Davidson fan. But he's also underage, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, I, I'm just not a fan. I'm not really a fan of. I mean, let's be honest. He really blew up because of what reason? Oh, did, was he dating Ariana Grande? Right? Yeah, that's why he blew yeah. up. And yeah, he, I mean, because he was on SNL before that too. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck yeah, about yeah, him, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought that was kind of whatever. John Cena, yeah. I didn't realize he was in it. I didn't know that either. I thought that was very surprising. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna scroll down real quick because I have the John Cena playing the Peacemaker, who I have Peacemaker. no idea about, but he looks ridiculous in this costume. I gotta say, uh, I, apparently, I mean, during the. Uh, 
like a behind the scenes thing. John Cena says Peacemaker is like a Captain America type of character who's a bit of a dick and who will do whatever it takes to achieve peace. So kill anybody. Who that sounds like, to. um, do you remember a kick-ass two Jim Carrey's oh, character? Yeah. That's what that sounds yeah. like. I totally yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, but then you have, uh, Joel Kinnaman coming back as Rick flag. Yeah. Yeah. Who I love. Uh, I really liked him in house of cards. Um, Oh, what the fuck is the that Netflix you know who, show? You know who's the sexiest? Uh, Joel Kinnaman? No. Idris Elba. Oh, Idris Elba, yeah. <laughs> Idris Elba not playing uh, Deadshot like uh, it was Yeah, speculated. that surprised me too. Yeah, I was like, Bloodsport. Whoa. I think Blood that sport. was an, in- an intentional leak Yeah. To as a red herring. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, he looked good though. He looked good. I mean, honestly, all the, more or less all the characters they saw, I thought, or you, they showed... I thought looked good, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Michael Rooker looks a little weird playing Savant. Oh, with his weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Michael Rooker always looks weird, so. <laughs> true, 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 true. Uh, Sean Gunn is playing Weasel. So stupid. I was like, okay, because he, he plays. Uh, he also does the body work for uh, Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, oh, I'm gonna butcher this name. David <laughs> Dastamalachian. I don't know who he is. Uh, but he's playing a uh, polka dot man. Oh, apparently Polka Dot Man is a Batman villain. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's uh, he's like way back when. Yeah. Uh, Storm Reed is playing Bloodsport's daughter, Tyla. Peter Capaldi, uh, the 13th Doctor, is playing The Thinker, which I think is a very good casting choice. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete Davidson's playing Blackguard. Uh, Daniela... Mm, oh, Fuck. Melchior, I think Daniela Melchior is playing uh, apparently a new version of the Rat Catcher, who's called the Rat Catcher Two. No idea who the fuck this person is. Uh, Flula Borg playing Javelin. Uh, Maya Ling is playing Mongol. Uh, Alice Braga is playing. I don't know who Sol Saria is. I mean, these are a lot of like uh, characters that are unknown for the most part and yeah. weren't all weren't uh a part of the original suicide squad or any rendition of the suicide squad right that james gonna throw in uh and nathan fillion is playing uh tdk which i don't know who that is either neither do but i But i am a nathan fillion fan so well so what i thought a lot of members you know what's funny is um there's some really shitty batman villains out there and yeah. when i saw polka dot man i was like Oh my god, what the fuck is next? Fucking uh Kite Man and fucking Condiment King? Like come on. <laughs> like I, I just I, I know why they probably did that, like a tongue in cheek joke, but I was just I hated it. Yeah. I hated the fact that Pokemon Dot Man <laughs> is in this fucking movie. <laughs> I'm I do have my concerns about this movie. Uh I mean it's 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 uh, James Good. I'm sure it'll be funny as fuck. But see the thing is I wasn't a big fan of Guardians 2. Okay, well, you're going to get hit a lot of hate mail. That, that's fine, but I just I feel like they tried too hard to be funny all the time. They couldn't take a serious beat without throwing a joke in. And like, yeah. the, whole, like the whole taser face bit? Fucking yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah. Stupid, yeah. Like, just <laughs> stupid. Cut that part out. It's my, dumb. I'm going to shout out my dad right now. My dad loves, loves, loves Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for one reason. What? Motherfucking baby Groot. <laughs> my dad, I'm not kidding. Loves that damn character. Baby Root is Groot. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just mind blowing to me how much he loved that character. Like, and he watched that movie so many times. Did he, he loved Gardens of the Galaxy 2. That's funny. 
Uh, but yeah, so that was essentially the Suicide Squad panel. You got a little bit of a look at the characters. No, no trailer for it. A little bit like behind the scenes, each character talking about them. So it'll be interesting. I'll watch it, but I'm not going to go see it in theaters. Honestly, for me, you it's might not, not you worth might my money. Be able to. <laughs> huh? You might well, not even be able to. It says only in theaters. So. Yeah, but assuming. And it's not know, coming out until 2021. I guess that's true. Yeah. 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 Even if they had it available as VOD, I wouldn't spend the 30 bucks for it. For me, that's something that's not worth my money. You say that, but then we're probably going to do an episode about it, so then you'll have to watch that's it. That's fine. You can pay for it. <laughs> okay. We'll do a watch party. Fuck you. I'm not paying 30 bucks for that shit. <laughs> something I know is going to be essentially like a B-list movie. Um, no. I'm not so you're saying it. we won't do an episode on it? You're crazy. We'll do an episode on it. I'm just going to shit talk it the whole time because I know what it's going to be. <laughs> what if you I'm like it? Going... I, uh, then I will... I will eat my shoes and no. admit that it was a damn good so movie we're gonna we're gonna I'll say right now we're gonna do it on air if baby Gabe ends up truly liking the movie he has to do two shots back to back of 151 okay fine that's fine by me i'm being serious yeah that's fine <laughs> okay i'm not gonna like it but it's <laughs> okay. fine okay but if you do i got nothing to lose here man <laughs> 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 At least you didn't say like okay, but then if I if I don't like it, you got to do it. Like I'll think. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. Um, yeah. So okay, thank you for informing us about that. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and continue with uh, Zack Snyder uh, panel. Uh, now, did you cover more or no? No, no. Okay. So the Zack Snyder panel, it's obviously what it's going to be about: the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Now, everybody has been waiting to see this damn cut. The you know, it's, he did a Q&A panel with a bunch of super fans that apparently made it possible. I don't know how true that is, but I'm assuming it is. Probably quite true. It's like Sonic. Oh, yeah, right. Um, one of the things I wanted to kind of bring up right away, I mean, really, the Q&A was whatever. It doesn't add anything, I think, of importance. I mean, you got to see you got to see Ezra Miller, Ray Fisher, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Patty Jenkins. They all asked questions, which is great. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that matters is the actual teaser they gave. Yep. Now, Baby Gabe has a lot to say, I feel, about this <laughs> teaser. So I'm going to hand it to Baby Gabe. Baby Gabe, tell me your thoughts, and then I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. Cool. So I like the first look as uh, at Dark Side. I thought it was great. Uh, I need to go back and rewatch it because they do show uh, Snyder, Snyder, Snyder's version of Steppenwolf, which I do think looks better than the original Justice League cut. Uh, I'm not, I was not a big fan of the Justice League movie. I don't know if I'm in the majority or the minority. I, I hear a lot of stuff back and forth about it. I just wasn't a fan of it. I think DC doesn't know what it's trying to do. I thought it was a good trailer. I am definitely going to watch it. I thankfully get HBO Max for free because of the fact that I have an AT&T phone plan. Uh, AT&T, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, please email us at uh, babygabeandunkledadcomics.com. But anyway, so I will definitely be watching it when it comes out. I still think my theory is right that technically this cut didn't really exist and that they have to do a lot of CG work to get it to fit and possibly even reshoots. I don't know. Purely speculation, but that's what I think. I was not a fan of the rendition of Hallelujah that they did, but that's just my personal opinion. I feel like that song just kind of pulled me out of it. But overall, I'm excited to see what this version looks like to see how much it will change. I don't like that they're releasing it in four hour long segments. First of all, four hour movie is just ridiculously long. Uh, I feel like it's just gonna be a lot of stuff that is in there just because it was Zack Snyder's vision for it. 
and not that it goes very seamlessly with the movie. Uh, just like with uh, Avengers uh, Endgame, I feel like three hours was too long. They probably could have cut some stuff out. So I don't like the fact that it's going to be four hours long and that you're doing it in four hour long segments. So I'm going to interject real quick. Yeah, go for it. I agree with that to an extent. Now, mm-hmm. given that it's going to come on HBO Max exclusively, yep. Yep. the way I kind of treat it as is like a TV show. Because you watch Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, first off, it's amazing. Uh, but you watch Doom Patrol, there are our episodes every time, and it's eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I understand, obviously, this is a movie. But I think if you take the mentality of it being like a TV show, like four hours, okay, I'm going to spend one hour to watch episode one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's actually okay. So, like, I'll give you another example um, the Irishman that came on Netflix. Crazy oh, long. Yeah. Crazy fucking long. I actually wish there was a way that I could only watch it in like episode format where it would have been mm-hmm. one hour, two hour, three hour mm-hmm. for me. And it's I feel called, like it's called the pause button. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> no, I get it. it. There's no, there's no like transition to like a, a closing segment. Right. And I don't yeah. know if they're going to do that for this either. They might. But I think, um, assuming that they do, then it creates that, I don't know, like a, like episodic content i feel like and i, mm-hmm. I don't know i kind of like that personally i'm not a fan of it uh and i do think i what i'm gonna take this as is more of a obviously it's a director's cut but a like behind the scenes type of director's commentary yeah. is what i'm taking it as so that's that makes it more okay for me to watch it in segments and i know sure. they're going to do a sort of like club together as one viewing Right. But it seems like the way Zack Snyder talked about it is it's meant to be watched in increments. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm excited to see this uh, this version of it, but I was not a fan of the movie in general. So, I mean, most people weren't. Yeah, yeah. But now, we'll see how it goes. That panel, though, that panel. Honestly, if I had a score... Yeah, I'd give it five, six. I like the... The information that we got from it, I I like the look of Dark Side. I like the change look of Steppenwolf, although I didn't get a very good look at it. Yeah, uh, but it does seem to look different. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. It was like, all right, cool, it looks better. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I I I'm excited to see what this vision looks like. I'm excited to see uh, Henry Cowell in the black suit, which they gave a look at. But overall, it's something I could take or leave. I have HBO Max, so I'll watch it. Uh, but it's not something I would pay to to see. I just I'm lucky enough to have it already. If somebody told me I had to pick that or Doom Patrol, I'll pick Doom Patrol. See, I haven't even seen Doom Patrol yet. I've seen one episode. I got to watch more of it. I love it. I, fu- I just started the second season. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna um, watch season one specifically for Alan Tudyk. Well, he's well. Never mind. I don't. He plays the antagonist. Yeah, I'm assuming he's gonna be dead, but <laughs> uh, by the end of the first season, you'll I see. Mean, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything because I'll just say this: you might be wrong. Oh no, well, that's okay. <laughs> um, anything for more Alan Tudyk. Right. Uh, shout yeah. out to him for playing Hey Hey and Moana. Yeah, he yeah. He's a fucking rooster, man, and it's amazing. All right. So at this point, we kind of separated a little bit, and you saw a little more than I did. All right. So go ahead, baby. Kim. What are you gonna talk about? Uh, so next thing that I watched was the Black Adam panel, uh, obviously hosted by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I, I, I say hosted, but it was literally just all about him and him giving his take on, you know, why Black Adam means so much to him, his rendition of Black Adam and how th- this has been going on for, he said a decade. I cannot believe uh, he announced that he's playing Black Adam 10 years ago. And this is a complaint that I had in general is that I feel like they did it too soon. They announced it too soon. 
But I'm excited because they essentially give the synopsis of the Black Adam movie where it's going to be Black Adam essentially versus some members of the the Justice Society of America. Really? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to have to pull up who's there, but Hawkman is essentially the leader. Oh, uh, you have God. Dr. Fate in there too. Oh, God. Uh, you have, uh, I think, the Atomizer is oh, the character. Oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, and then one more, and forgive me, I, I don't remember who. I want to put it on record. Uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people might hate me for this. You don't like Dr. Fate? I hate Dr. Fate. Do you? Yeah. <gasps> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh, You're like, <laughs> boo, I can't do this show here. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new version of Just Baby, Baby. Gaze. <laughs> We will have maybe five views before we get canceled. <laughs> I mean, look, obviously, I understand what he did. I understand what he's a part of. Yeah. But I don't know. It just never did it for me. So, yeah. So, essentially, it's like Black Adam runs into the, the JSA. And they essentially try to help him be, you know, a hero. You know, for, you know, truth and justice and the American way of the whole thing. But Black Adam is a very... I will serve out justice in my own way. I am judge, jury, and executioner. I will remove those who I deem are bad. Now, is and that like the Punisher? Kind of like the Punisher, yeah, essentially. But it's more, probably a little more self-serving. Okay. Uh, because uh, The Rock does go into Black Adam's origins about, you know, originally being a slave and, you know, being becoming stronger to protect his family and what he thinks is right. So, you know, he's one of those morally great characters, which I do like when they do movies about, you know, antiheroes or antagonists. So I'm excited to see it and him essentially go toe-to-toe with some members of the JSA and see where it goes from there and if they will tease uh, a Black Adam versus Shazam uh, at the end of it. You know what I think is going to happen? What? I think Rock is so big because he's huge. He's a big, one of the biggest superheroes. One of the biggest, actor. Yeah. I don't buy for one second that they're going to keep him as a villain the whole way through. I mean, again, he's an anti-hero, so I feel like it will be his perspective of justice. Sure, but I think he's going to be like a full-fledged hero at the end. I think. You think I th- so? I think so, and I think because remember, because he's obviously part of Shazam, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, remember they talk about um, remember the fucking dumbass caterpillar at the very end of uh, Shazam? Oh yeah, because that's Shazam's like main enemy is a fucking right. caterpillar. But I think is <laughs> right, there's right. going to be some reason that they're going to team up. I can see that. I'd be down. I just can't. I just can't see that the Rock would stay a villain. I just can't see it because he's yeah. so big on being a positive role model. Right. That's being, a good point. That is. And a good I just, point. you know, I'm big. He's so big on like, you know, being. I mean, he's loved by everybody. Yeah. I think. I think if you create him as a villain, it takes that away. And I yeah. think some people are going to be like, ah, that's not the Rock that I love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, to be fair, the Rock that I grew up in love is someone that does like a face and heel turn in wrestling. So <laughs> I can see him as a good guy or a bad guy. Fuck that. Hey man, brother. For me, he'll always be the people's champ. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, that, that was the, the panel that I caught. Uh, and then we jumped over to the next panel. Uh, they did a Shazam panel, which I thought was fine. It was just more behind the scenes of the movie. Uh, they did announce the, uh, the title for the Shazam sequel, which is uh, Shazam, I want to say Anger of the Gods. I got to look it up again. Sequel name. I don't know. Uh, if oh, it... sorry. Shazam Fury of the Gods. Oh, that might have Black Adam in them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it'll be, it'll be cool. Or, okay. So now maybe he won't be a, uh, a good guy or full good guy at the end of Black Adam. Mm-hmm. But I bet you he becomes a full good guy at the end of the Shazam movie. I can see that. 
Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because maybe the idea is that they set it up and then they knock it out and then the next mm-hmm. one he becomes like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know then what I mean? Team up. Yeah, they yeah. team up, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. Because I, I just don't buy that he, he would be a straight villain. I just don't buy it. No, I get it. I definitely uh, get it. I think you bring um, a very good point. Yeah, so that was more or less it though, right? Yeah, that was more or less it. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Stop the Oh, phone. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, we got one more big one to talk about. Technically two. Oh, well then go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, no, the next one I think you saw as well was the uh, other uh, video game that they showed, which was Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. I didn't see it actually. Go ahead. You didn't see that? Oh, man, that was pretty good. Uh, for those who don't know, this was a uh, another Warner Brothers published game developed by the... Uh, developers of the Arkham games, Rocksteady, nice. where you essentially play as the Suicide Squad. There's a whole cinematic trailer for it. Unfortunately, no gameplay for this, which was a bit disappointing. Yeah, it was all, which I kind of figured. I didn't think they were going to yeah, do Yeah, it's pretty early on. But anyway, so you play as four members of the Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, uh, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot, who cinematically all look great. And obviously, Amanda Waller sent them on a mission. And from what you see from the trailer is Metropolis is falling apart. And you also see uh, what is obviously Brainiac's uh, ship in the sky. And Metropolis is falling apart. So essentially, the Suicide Squad uh, is on a mission to kill their target, which I think is like labeled like uh, Target Alpha. And you find out at the very end of the trailer uh, that Target Alpha is Superman. Superman saves a pilot from a helicopter and then burns him to shreds with his heat vision. You know, don't you find it interesting that they're making more Superman of a bad guy now in the world of DC? Yeah, I do find it interesting. This is obviously going to be a Brainiac-controlled Superman. Sure. Well, it's like Injustice. For the whole Justice League. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. for the whole, yeah, yeah. The whole Justice League is being controlled by Brainiac. Brainiac. Yeah, and right. So Amanda Waller is sending the Suicide Squad in to kill him. But yeah, I do think that's a good point. There was a... Uh, Oh, uh, the Batman Hush movie did the same thing. Yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I find all I, I just I just find that interesting. And do they know? Did they announce who the voice actors are? They did not announce who the voice actors were. No, I think the, to play the voice actor for Harley Quinn is the one that did the animated series. No, when you say animated, you're talking about the one that HBO Max. Uh, Batman the animated series. Oh, you mean the, the animated? Yeah, series. no, not not Kaylee Cuckoo, Cuckoo. Yeah, that's Honestly, the. That's the I mean, Harley they Quinn. probably couldn't afford her. Really? Why? She got paid a million dollars per episode in the Big Bang Theory for the last season. Wait, she plays Harley Quinn? Yeah, she plays Harley Quinn. In the HBO Max one? In the HBO Max show. Oh, wow. Yeah, you didn't know that? It sounds exactly like her. I, I haven't seen the Harley Quinn show yet. Oh, okay. Neither have I. I've just Plus, to be honest with you, I fucking hate the Big Bang Theory, so. Do you? It got old for me, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, no, and unfortunately, there's no cast Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. for it yet. Really quickly, it got yeah. old for me because of a place I used to work. I'm assuming it's the same case for you. For is it? Is that the reason why? That's why I hated it because they, they, when I used to work, you know what I'm talking about. When yeah, we used yeah, to yeah. work, they played it all the oh, fucking time. Oh, that's true. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, they yeah. played it all the time, so <laughs> I ended up, I ended up just hating uh, it. That's funny. No, I just hated the fucking writing. <laughs> Well, yeah, a, me too. Everyone's a dick to each other. Everyone's a dick to each other, and it's so stereotypical. Yeah. Like about yeah, what a nerd like, is. Like, why are these people together? They don't fit at all. Yeah, they all. don't. They it's don't. the whole opposites attract. But anyway, we're on a tangent, which I feel like we do all the time. But yeah, so unfortunately, no cast. It looks interesting. It's definitely got a, a humorous tone to it. Uh, I'm assuming the comment is going to be very Batman-like because, again, it is Rocksteady. However, this is a one-two 
two-player co-op game. Mm-hmm. Fuck, actually, don't quote me on that. It might be one to four players. Gotham Knights is one to two players. Wait, what? Yeah, Gotham Knights is one to two players. I actually know that. That sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really Gotham Knights is, is one to two player co-op. So it looks interesting. I think it might be a one to four player co-op game. Now, is that going to be next gen? It will be next gen, yes, because it's coming cool. out 2021. Okay. It did say Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Nice. Yeah, so uh, I think it'll be cool. It'd be nice to, you know, see what, especially like fighting against Superman. Yeah, totally. See what that looks like. I'm assuming they're going to give you some sort of uh, X Machina storyline type sure, thing, where you sure. will now have kryptonite weapons. Yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Or here's the power yeah. of the red sun. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Something like something. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you said there was another one. Uh, another the last panel, uh, which the, the last one I watched, I think, I don't know if you saw it, was uh, the uh, the Batman. Uh, yes, panel. that's probably yeah. going to be the biggest out of all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, for those who don't know, that's Matt Reeves, the Batman. And that yes. stars... Um, Robert Pattinson. The Mr. Twilight. Yeah, um, Mr. Twilight himself. Which, you know what, to be honest with you, I don't mean Cedric think about Diggory. him. Let's let's give him some respect. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> think about Harry that anymore because honestly, like he he's really established himself as a good actor. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys haven't seen Good Times or Good Time, you got to watch Good Time. Yeah, I just unfortunately it was with the shit directing, the bad writing. He'll never outrun Twilight, but he's trying, and he has done some other good movies. And dude, he's gonna be in fucking like the Tenet. last five years. Oh, that's right, huh? And Tenet's getting like hella good reviews. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue. So, yeah. so uh, essentially, yeah, this was a very short panel. Uh, you did have some like talks with Matt Reeves just about like Batman. And the, th- the thing I don't like about these things is every director, everybody will say, this is something you've never seen before. This is a rendition that. of Selena that, Kyle yeah. that you've never seen before. Uh, so it is uh, established. It is Batman's second year as being Batman. It is so he's younger. Two. He is younger. He though. is younger, played by a 35-year-old man, though. I but, mean, that, uh, that's okay because I, I, yeah, I, I, I've always thought he would be in his 40s, anyways. Yeah. So I, that makes sense. I thought like late or early 30s, maybe late 20s. Well, Christian Bale was probably in his 40s. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair yeah. point. Yeah. So, yeah. So it is year two. Bruce Wayne is still learning. Apparently, he finds out what he's done so far has not changed the trajectory of Gotham that he wants. So he's, mm-hmm. he's trying to learn as he goes, essentially. So here's the big question Is the designer the enemy? Uh, it seems like it's going to be the Riddler. The Riddler? Yeah. Did you see the trailer? I didn't yet, no. Yeah, go watch it, because they, they have a lot of question marks in there. Interesting. Yeah, and even when it says, like, 2021, no. it's question mark zero. I bet you I know who it is. Who? The question. The question? Yeah, he's a new he's a new villain. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, because he's getting a lot of... Because, you know, I read current books. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's in a lot of the current books right now. Vic Sage. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe... Yeah, because you're saying question marks, be and I bet you people mm-hmm. are going to think the Riddler. Because if, yeah. if you don't know comics, then you would think the Riddler. Yeah, well, the Riddler is in the movie. Oh, he is in the movie. Then he is. So in maybe the movie. it is the Riddler. Then okay. Yeah, but it it could be a red herring. You could be absolutely right. Uh, but Selena Kyle is also in there. But this is pre Catwoman Selena Kyle. Interesting. Yeah, and I have to say, Robert Pattinson has a good Batman voice. Oh, you hear his voice? He, he says one line what is in it? there. Where is she? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, like he beats up a bunch of thugs yeah. and they say, who are you? And he says, I'm vengeance. He says that? Yeah. He says, I'm vengeance. How did it sound? Pretty good? It sounded pretty good. <laughs> nice. I liked it. Nice. Yeah. It gave me chills. Oh, man. I think I, think, I, I, I gave you more than that. The suit looks a little <laughs> weird. The suit is a little reminiscent. Like the shape is a little reminiscent of the Adam West cowl. Just, just you know, metallic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see. I'm excited for it. Uh, I wasn't sure how I felt about it beforehand. And I have to say, 
they had a video of Robert Pattinson uh, introducing like the the panel. I was going to ask you if he was actually on the panel. He was actually on the panel. It was just a pre-recorded video of him talking about it. He would did not seem enthusiastic at all. He never does. I mean, yeah. like, I, he I feel very like he's tired. He's the kind of dude, in my opinion, like I believe, I genuinely believe he loves acting. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe he loves everything that comes with acting. Maybe, maybe he could be just like exhausted from, you know, from it. Yeah, I think, maybe he just like stores it up all to put on screen. Who knows? That's what I'm saying. Like you know, he yeah. does everything he does, and then like you know, but when he's when he's not acting, it's like, dude, I don't. I'm just yeah. a guy. Like I'm I don't want to. Right. Be, yeah. Probably. You're probably you right. Um, but yeah, I, 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 when I first heard that he was Batman, or the, the new Batman, mm-hmm. I remember being like, I wasn't against it. I was like, well, look, that guy can act. I mean, he can. Mm-hmm. He can act very well. Um, yeah. and I'm sure I can't wait to see him in Tenet because I imagine he's probably going to do hella good in that. Yeah. Um, so like, I think Tenet will give me a good idea on his more of his acting chops, even more so of where he's mm-hmm. going to lead. Cause also think about it. Tenet's directed by the other Batman director. <laughs> oh, Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. it's the anti-Batman. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. I, Cause I heard that designer or the question were going to be the main villain in the new Maybe. movie. Like I said, you could be absolutely right. The Riddler um, probably will be there. But it could be a red herring. But it totally, right? Because again, like, you know, most people, most people aren't going to know who the question is mm-hmm. because if you don't, again, if you don't read comics currently, you're not really going to know. Right, who right. That is. Um, or even Designer. Designer is crazy new. He's in, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know, do you know who that is? No. Yeah, he's no. super new. Um, no, I'm going to have to look this up beforehand. Yeah. Oh, I think it is going to be the Designer. You think so? Looking at his face now because you see a corpse wrapped in like duct tape. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably, so yeah, I think, so I, I think I, it is going to be the designer. So I was right then. Okay. Because that's what I have heard for a while in, in the comic book collecting community. You know, I, I do my best to get all the keys, and mm-hmm. somebody was telling me like, you got to get the designer because he's going to be the villain for the yeah. movie, whatever. So I'm going right, to check that out. I'll, I'll throw a little inside tip, inside trading, if you will. But go ahead. If you are collecting comics at all, I would recommend looking for the. I would recommend these issues that you should get right now because they're not too expensive. The first appearance of the designer, first appearance of the question, and first appearance of Damian Wayne. Those three comics, we, within the next 10 years, are definitely going to grow in value. I don't know if they're going to be like like thousands worth, but I definitely think they're going to be in the hundreds, especially with the rise of Damian Wayne becoming more popular, which is Bruce, Bruce Wayne's son. Um, I think that's just going to like continually exceed people's expectations. Um, and who knows? They'll probably even make, like in the future, they'll probably even make a Damian Wayne movie. So I don't know. I, I, I really think that when it comes to the idea of collecting comics, especially if you're into Batman, I would recommend getting those right now because you can easily but find a very fine, a near mint issue pretty cheap. So that's, that's my, that's my little inside trading for collecting comics. Uh, cool. David Gabe. Uh, I think that's kind of it. Actually, there's one thing I want to talk about. We didn't get to, I didn't get to watch it yet and I'm going to probably tomorrow cause it's still up. I so, wanted to watch the premiere trailer of Static Shock. Oh, you know, I, I actually missed that too. Or the premiere episode, but it's going to be up all weekend, so you can watch the episode all weekend. Yeah, I got to watch it. And yeah, oh yeah, they did announce they're doing a Static Shock, Static Shock movie. movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just which I am very excited for. Yeah. Because I loved the cartoon growing up. Yeah, that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up too. That's another issue I'd recommend to get getting getting right now. Is Static the first Yeah, first appearance of Static Shock because... Depending on how well that movie does, that that first appearance is going to skyrocket. Yeah, probably. Um, Good point. I think uh, I think designer and the question will get, definitely gain value, but I don't know if it's going to skyrocket. But you know, mm-hmm. what I was I was just mentioning. 
I really believe the first appearance of Damian Wayne is going to blow up in the future because I think I wouldn't be surprised because I think eventually uh, there's been a lot of traction for the actor that plays number five in the Umbrella Academy to play Damian Wayne. Totally. And I think realistically, when you look at the the way the world's going, they're going to want a new Batman for the next generation. And I think Damian Wayne would be it, obviously. Yeah. And he's kind of flawed. So it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it'd be interesting to see. So right now I'd recommend because I actually own the first, the first full appearance of Damian Wayne, but I don't oh, do own the first cameo appearance, and that's what's that's what's really valuable. Mm. So, anyways, that's enough comic talk. Uh, you know what, baby, Gabe? Thank you so much for taking the time. It's been a while. Yeah, um, two weeks. Uh, we are back on the board. This will go up Sunday, so by the time you listen to it, it'll be Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you know, as always, it's been a great time. But there's one thing forget we were we are forgetting, and what is that one thing? It's where is the best place to get your mystery comic books? David Game, tell me, where should I buy a, a box of comics? That's right. Buy a box of comics uh, to celebrate uh, DC fandom by going to multiversecomicbox.com. Uh, we've talked about it before. We love everybody out there at Multiverse Comic Box. They actually have a, a great customer service line. Uh, they've been very helpful to us and big supporter of the podcast, obviously. Uh, I cannot express enough. Go there, check out what they have. They have a mystery box for every budget. If you're a collector, if you're a non-collector, or if you're looking to get into collecting, it's the perfect place to go right now. You might get that first appearance of the question. Who knows? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that might be in there. Um, And of course, you can save on your first month subscription with the promo code UNCLEDAD10. So please help the podcast out, support uh, small business, and let's kind of get through this together. Now, we obviously are still through some troubling times. So remember... No matter how tough it gets, we always got to love each other, show respect to each other, and have a good time. Baby Gabe, I will see you next week. Everybody else, I'll see you all, everybody, next week. Goodbye. Bye.